When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. This is Zach Brittle, COVID negative, and I'm here with Laura Heck. It's our anniversary, um, so happy anniversary to Marriage Therapy Radio. We started this podcast about three years ago this week, which is just kind of fun. I mean, to... I've been doing this for this long. It's, I don't know, I'm just, I'm really proud of us. Today, we're talking about a couple things. Uh, we're talking about in-laws, we're talking about the Bible, and we're talking about perpetual problems. It is a cool conversation. Stick around. Can I tell you a frustration that I have right now? Yes. At this very moment? Yes. Um, I'm eating soup, which is my favorite 10 o'clock meal in the morning is soup. And my mother-in-law made this amazing, I had to talk about my mother-in-law on mm-hmm. this episode at some point. She made this really delicious soup and it's like, um, like a butternut squash situation. I don't know. It's really creamy and there's fresh corn and you know what she put in it and it totally ruined it. She <laughs> oh, was wow. like swinging for the fences she, this morning. <laughs> yeah, I am. She said, I just, you know, just added some white fish just for some texture. And I opened the container up today looking at this beautiful soup and I get a whiff of this white fish and was like, what did you do to this poor soup? This is not the type of soup where you add fish to it. So I just want you to know I'm going to enjoy 50% of this soup. And then you, and then you microwaved it. I did. I gave you a tour of my house. I know. I hate your house. But I, so I'm going to eat while we go through this podcast because I'm starving. Hey, this is, you know how you're not supposed to uh, microwave fish at the, at work. Yes. So now everybody works from home and you just broke like the cardinal rule of like yeah. office, office microwaving. It's okay. Cause I'm sleeping with the boss. It's totally fine. <laughs> um, this is why I hate your house. At one point you were showing me just like your face and then there was space behind you and in yeah. the screen of the space that you were showing me where's more square footage than I have in my whole house was just like the kitchen and the, the, in living, the living room, room yeah. area. Yeah. Well, you win some and you lose some Zach. What can I say? Hey, you want to hear an exciting piece of trivia? I sure do. Oh, and I had somebody, somebody had a, I'm working on a dad joke. I saw it online. Uh, it's anyway. Yes. Trivia me. This is our anniversary week. It was three years ago this week that we started recording this podcast. 
You and I have an anniversary. We have a podcast anniversary. Marriage Therapy Radio is like three years old, like this week. Wow. I know. Isn't that cool? It's, you know, what's kind of funny is I don't do anything consistently in my life. I get oh. passionate about certain things, but apparently I've been doing this podcast consistently for three years. Yeah. I wonder if we have listeners that have been listening to us that are, you know, like they have, a, they're in a relationship with us and we don't know about it. Yeah. They've been, they've been listening to like the evolution of Zach and Laura and how the podcast has just slowly gone downhill over three years. Well, I think it's and, funny because people are like, oh, I have been binging it. I was like, are you binging backwards or forwards? Like, did you start at the beginning? Yeah. They're like, oh, we started at the beginning. I was like, oh no, you're in for it. Like, cause <laughs> mm. no. it was good. It was good at the beginning. We, okay. we were buckled down. We okay. knew what we wanted to talk about. Now we just hop on, we shoot the shit Yeah, and somewhere along the way, we talk about something important. I also had a another milestone this week. I had my first mm. COVID test. That was your first one. Yeah. Have you done it yet? I have not. Yeah. Where they stick the thing like right in your nose and it goes all the way down mm -hmm. into your like sinuses and stuff. It was pretty you, wild. Hold on. You pointed down. I think your sinuses aren't, don't they go up? All I know is it felt like it went in and kind of down. Okay. And he was like, it's going to take five to 10 seconds. And then he stuck it in and he moved it around for a second. And he waited like two seconds and then he went five. Four. Wow. Three, and I was like, you mother father, I cannot believe mm -hmm. that you, why don't you just say it's 10 seconds? Cause then at least I won't like be, be wishing. <laughs> Treat was... me like a man. Tell me the truth. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh. they give you a tissue cause you like automatically start crying. They're just like. Your eyes start watering. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. But I'm i uh, I'm negative. I'm, I'm COVID negative. Is there a reason why you had the test done just for fun? Did you feel no, left I'm out? I'm traveling this FOMO? weekend, uh, in small mm. quarters and, uh, we had to make sure everybody was negative before we got on the boat, basically going on a sailboat. Oh, that's really smart. That's right. You have your man trip coming up. Yeah, totally. To be a fly on the wall, your man trip is actually probably going to be way more mature than my lady trip. This actually is, is mixed company. It's um, my buddy's birthday, his 50th birthday. And so the, the about 15 of his friends that were brave enough to, you know, come out and mm -hmm. you know, make this trip. Some men, some women, some husbands, some wives. Cool. You know, Zach and I are fans of getting support, especially during abnormally stressful times like these. And that is why we have partnered with BetterHelp to put you in contact with licensed professional counselors in your area. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced counselors who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief, and more. With BetterHelp's counselors, you get the same professionalism and quality that you would expect from an in-office counselor with the ability to communicate when and how you want. The matching process is quick but thorough and you have the ability to communicate with your therapist how you like it, messaging, over the phone, or video conferencing. I know in-person therapy sessions aren't feasible right now, but don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need. The cost is less than half of what Zach and I charge, which is kind of unheard of. So when you register with BetterHelp, you're supporting Marriage Therapy Radio so that we can keep doing what we love to do. Go to trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR to register and receive a special discount on your first month with BetterHelp. I'm going to get right to the point here, Zach. We have a, a listener that wrote in and yeah. I will have you. So I started reading the email to Zach and he was disinterested. The majority of the email, <laughs> um, not really disinterested. I mean, we obviously want to help, but at the same time, sometimes there's something that we're both passionate about that we've been sort of talking to our it didn't clients. didn't hook me until the end. 
it didn't hook you until the end. Um, and I'll let you guess as we start to, as I explain what's going on, what part hooks Zach. So listener writes in, she's been with her husband for many years, 15 years, married for seven of those. Um, and they have this issue that they keep tripping over. They, what'd you call and that a perpetual problem? I would call it a perpetual problem because yeah. I don't think it's a solvable problem. And I okay. think that's an important dif- distinction here. Okay. But basically what she said is like, we've kind of ignored this issue. We've tripped over it. But at the same time, I think we've really tried to not talk about it, not deal with it, just ignore that it is it exists. And the the issue is her husband's family. She's not a huge fan of the husband's family. And um, it feels like it's really kind of driven a wedge between them because... If I if I read this correctly, she's kind of like, look, I don't have to love your family. She's on one side. Husband's like, no, 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 no. We like this. We need to get on the same page about this. This needs to be something that we we are in agreement about. Even and even if her mother in law puts fish in the chowder. Even if, yeah. We st- the reason why I talk about my mother in law is that she's she's honestly my best friend. Yeah. So I I can and- throw my best friend under the bus with her nasty fish soup. And she's my best fan. That is also correct. According to Zach, yes. we all have different lenses that we look at situations through. So here's here's the question that she has. She said, this has really been tough, very difficult. We feel polarized when it comes to sort of either accepting the family or getting on the same page about it. But um, they went and they actually saw their priest about it. And this is the part that... Uh, hooked Zach. I'm not even going to let it be suspenseful. <laughs> she said, we went to a priest for some weeks and he said that um, as a marriage, you become one and you need to share everything. So there can't be the priest's opinion. It sounds like is there can't be differences in feelings towards family. Like this can't be a wedge that you don't, that continues to live. Uh, the priest also said, I don't know what love is. She says, I do love my husband. I do know what love is. I just thought that was really funny. And um, and I also... Have you had this, Zach? Have you had clients come into your office and they have seen a previous therapist or they've seen a previous um, uh, like religious leader that has supported them along the way? Someone that's in a position of power to give advice and they have used very direct uh, feedback to say you should get a divorce or you you need to turn around. I actually had one client that's, that had told them that they had married a narcissist and it was time to file the papers now. And it, or there was another one that idea. said they went to a premarital therapist and the therapist said, don't get married. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, do people really give this directive advice to people? Is this really what they're saying? I think sure. Yeah. Particularly when they come out of a very rigid dogma that doesn't uh, allow for nuance. But this is the part mm. where I want to, um, I want to, I'm going to do a little preaching here. That's okay. Mm. I'm going to eat my soup. Go for <laughs> okay. it. <laughs> uh, first of all, I'll say that I, uh, if you're, if you're married to a narcissist, like diagnostic, diagnosed narcissist, yeah, it probably does make sense to think about filing papers. And mm. as a pre-married person, when pre-marrieds come in, one of my favorite things to do is to help them not get married. I think that's that sometimes is a big win. I don't say, I don't think you should get married, but I do say, hey, there's a lot going on here that maybe you want to pay attention to. Like this is, because some of this stuff, it seems like is not going to go away. So, that, but that's not my preach. That's not my sermon. So let's hear it. Okay. So I am fluent in like churchy language. I know how to talk about 
uh, church. I know how to talk about Jesus and Christian stuff. And um, I, I'm not a Christian therapist. I don't, that's not my, that's not my bias, but it is, um, there is some wisdom here that I think is really critical. And the, your priest or the priest hits is, is, is hits right ne- near it. So here's the deal. In the book of Genesis, which is the first book of the Bible, and if you're not Jesus-y or you're not churchy, don't worry about it. Consider this like poetic wisdom, right? Um, there is a definition of marriage, which is a man will leave his mother and father, the two will be united, and they will become one flesh. So I, in this day and age, I don't really worry about the pronouns, but I do really care strongly about the verbs, right? So the verbs are leave, be united, and then the third verb is become. And so the priest uh, hits this verb become, right? You're supposed to become one flesh. And a lot of people think become one flesh is like, oh, now you can have sex. But I think it's actually something more profound. And here's why it's more profound. In the book of Ephesians, which is in the New Testament, there's a callback to this Genesis verse that says, you know, leave, be united, become. And then the very next phrase, the very next one, do you know what it is? Mm, No. (laughs) I I really, here's the thing, guys, I'm a pastor's kid. So if anybody should know this, (laughs) it should be me. And it's it's definitely not me. Go on. All right. So there's a callback, right? Here's what a marriage is, blah, blah, blah. Man does this, woman does that. Uh, Leave, be united, become. And then the very next phrase is, this is a profound mystery. Really? Yeah. Which means wow. it's not uh, definitive. It means it has to be sleuthed out. It has to be solved. It has to be, uh, it has to be investigated and explored. It can't just be declared, right? So when he says, oh, if you become one flesh, that means you share everything. I go, no, it means, what does that mean? What does it mean for us hmm. to become? And, to be, and become, right, is an active verb. Right, it's a verb right. that is about uh, progress or process. It's not a mm. it's not a definitive verb. Right, be mm-hmm. leave is a definitive verb. Leave, right. And in the case of Genesis, it's leave mom and dad. So we go to this lady, and we say, "Hey, what's going on here?" Well, his parents are an issue, and I go, "Well, fortunately, there's some ancient wisdom that speaks to this mm-hmm. issue, which is you have to create very clear boundary between the old family and the new family." I really do. Mm. Philosophically, I believe this and also theologically. But so in this case, I'm really pro her in the sense of saying the the primary family unit is she and her, her partner who, right. who have been invited to be united. Right. And then become, become some other, some new thing. Um, and that doesn't mean that you cut off or you avoid or you somehow separate from the family, but it is that you create union around the new unit relative to the old unit. And incidentally, I think that remains true when you start to have children. You still have to remain union around the primary unit, if only to model that for your kids, right? Yeah. Ooh, you are spitting some fire, some gospel truth here. I've thought about this Um, before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I think you've taught some classes in the church, right? Like this is something that you have you've discussed before. He's nodding his head as he drinks from his yeah. icy Nalgene. Yeah. Rebecca and I it's used to very... teach this this class at uh at our church for I don't know, maybe ten years. And this was mm. so this is it was a platform for us to think about a lot of this stuff through those lenses. But I do think that my primary lens is the lens of mystery. It's not through the lens of certainty, which is what this priest offered that lady. Right. Was you you only have one choice. You become one. But well, which is interesting. He says you become one, which through the lens of what you just shared, it means that what's most important is the unit 
and not the unit plus his family, um, which maybe, maybe to some extent she misunderstood. Maybe that's what he was getting at, but he wasn't as direct or clear in what you're saying, which is you leave the family, you leave your family of origin, you create a new nuclear family, and that's what's most important. So, well, um, yeah, the way I, the way I would phrase it super generically is that you, when you choose to get married, you're choosing to create a separation from the old part of mm -hmm. how you lived your life and yeah. then become, be, be united to a new part of how you're going to live your life. And you're choosing mm -hmm. a person, right? You're choosing a person mm -hmm. to say, I'm going to be united to you. We're going to become a unit. We're going to, I'm sorry, we're going to be a unit. And then we're going to, yeah. and then we're going to become, we're going to evolve. We're going to form our culture. John Gottman talks about this all the time. So when two people get married, they form right. a new culture that has never existed before. But culture, right. culture itself is actually always becoming. There was a um, snarky tweet this morning about, um, <laughs> we're right in the middle of this um, Supreme Court uh, confirmation hearing and the, and, uh, the, the nominee is a, was it, originalist, which means that she interprets the law through the lens of the Constitution. And the snarky tweet was mm. like, oh, and what did the Constitution have to say about telecommunications and air, air, airline travel and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, all this other mm -hmm. stuff? Like, it, necessarily, we are becoming. Mm -hmm. And so part of it is, you know, allowing that to happen intentionally inside your relationship. Okay. So given everything that you just shared in sort of like the big 50 foot, thousand foot view, what is to be done about yeah. this viewer, this listener? It's hard when you're 50 foot, thousand feet above the, the, the surface. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> Leave it alone. One cup of coffee in my system. Um, um, the thing that I come back, back to is we had mentioned this before. Is this a solvable problem? Or is this a perpetual problem? And it's not something that can be solved. But I think that it is something that you can gain better understanding around of understanding, just allowing you to have the safety in the space to be able to communicate like why, what, what is it that makes her feel so disconnected from his family and be able to talk about it? Because I, I think that it could be difficult for her partner to understand. I just want to give them a space to be able to connect and talk a little bit more openly I get what you're saying, right? Like he needs to be pro-wife. She needs to be pro-husband and have boundaries around the relationship and support one another. But you still have this other family out there. You still have to navigate the holidays. You still have yeah. to navigate Sunday dinners. Yeah. My heart really wanted to be able to make this leap, which is, well, remember, it's a mystery and mysteries are meant to be solved. You know, like that would not have been <laughs> perfect. I was stuck the landing. Sure. Right. By the way, have you seen um, Knives Out? Do you know this movie? No. It's a mystery. It's pretty cool. Uh, what's the guy? Uh, Daniel Craig is the detective, and he's Benoit Blanc, and he solves this mystery. Anyway. Um, I think everybody is fully, like, it, with every episode that we do, there is a new television show, or a new movie, a new book that you are promoting. And yeah. just so you know, there is no money behind it. Yeah. This is all oh, wait, just from Remember the, that time when we Zach's used to be heart? like, this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio is sponsored by Knives Out. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have, we have one sponsor. We have, we have better help and that's it. Nobody else is giving us money to promote Netflix videos and all of that. Yeah, okay. Cool. Go on, stick this okay. landing. Um, so what should she do? Okay. Here's, well, here's the, here's the, the formula, right? When there is a perpetual problem that cannot be solved, the, the solution is to create dialogue, right? It's to create understanding. Mm -hmm. When there's a solvable problem, you solve it. That's the solution. 
in this case, if she is not going to be able to get along with this family for whatever reason, I still think that there's a part that, that they can, a piece that they can achieve wherein there's civil discourse, right? There's just uh, totally like, uh, and ultimately that leads to compromise. So th- what you're saying is the the route that she has taken of, hey, this is clearly a stumbling block for us. It brings a lot of us, both of us, a lot of pain to talk about this. So we're just going to ignore the issue altogether is the big no, no. You don't you should there should be no ignoring or or try to solve it, which is what he's doing. Right. He's trying to solve the unsolvable problem. And I think if he mm-hmm. were able to go, you know what? I get it. It's hard. In-laws are hard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they mm-hmm. put fish in the chowder and it's just annoying. Like. And sometimes they're, sometimes they're assholes. Like, like that, that can be true too, you know? And, and, and yeah, it's challenging. And also, and also I value my relationship with them and you. And can we create a scenario where we go and we visit or we go and we spend time with them and you still know that you're my person, right? Mm-hmm. Is the part, oh, probably, yes. probably what happens is they go into an environment with his parents and she feels like the outsider. Um, yep versus they go into an environment with his parents and they feel like they're very clear about the unit that they represent, you know? Mm, I think you absolutely nailed it with, I want to feel like your person. I want to be your number one. I want to be chosen. And I want to feel like I take priority. And that is what is most important. That's what you said is, right now, when you leave your unit, we're going to go back to this, this Genesis verse, you leave, you join, I don't know what the second one is, you, you unite and then you become one is I get to be your person Mm -hmm. and I need to be chosen in these situations where when I start to feel picked on or left out or whatever it might be, I need you to recognize that and see me and choose me in those situations rather than choosing this family that you made an agreement that when we married, you were leaving. And I guess we just need to like be really clear. What we're saying is it's not cut off. We're not asking for you to cut off from your family. I mean, clearly I live here in Bend, Oregon because we chose to live closer to Ryan's family and I'm eating the chowder. This supposed to be chowder. It's not chowder guys. It's soup that she intentionally put white, white fish into. And I'm eating it because I, I love her. Hey, hey, do you know what you call a fish with no eye? (sighs) Good. That was a good one. Thanks. You've heard, you've said that before. I know, but yeah, it it was right there. Like it was right there. It was right there. I've actually had a couple of um, clients that have come to me where this was the number one issue. This was the only issue they came to see me was in-laws. I, this is a big stumbling block and how do we navigate the in-law situation? And it takes a lot of time, but like I said, we started to break through through conversation. We, I mean, the, really all you can do is create civil discourse, create the opportunity to discuss, talk, share, yeah. um, have a difference of opinion. I guess what we're saying is it's okay. If the priest said, nope, you got to align, you became one, um, you have to align on your, on your decisions. What we're saying is, no, it's okay in relationships to have a difference of opinion, but it's not okay to, to push it aside and ignore it. If you have a perpetual problem, you're going to create space and more comfort, better relationship through conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that that's what, I mean, I think that's where it is because again, like families are hard. Families are hard to figure out how to mm-hmm. make them work. And, you know, there's a lot of personalities that are floating around, but 
really not about personality. It's about priority, right? And that's where mm-hmm. I think if if he can convince her that she is a priority for him and vice versa, yeah. then they can tackle this complicated issue as uh, in a united way that actually helps mm-hmm. them become more mature or more connected, more intimate, you know? I keep thinking of it's just like bringing it down to the granular of seeking the win-win in situations. So the holidays are coming up. If you're listening to this, uh, I mean, you're, get, you're staying we, up with us. We get us. to have holidays this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Oh, hey, I've been working on this joke. This. I've been working on this. This is mine. This is original. Want to hear it? Okay. I'm going to do the yeah, voice, I though. Totally no, I'm not going to do the voice. Okay. No, I'm going to do the voice. Do the voice. Do, do the it, voice. do it, do it. It's like, uh, uh, don't you think it's kind of ironic that they're going to cancel Halloween? I mean, it's the only holiday with masks. <laughs> Oh, Rebecca hates the voice. It really but, fell flat. Uh, well, it really fell flat. But isn't mm. it? It is right. They're gonna can't. It's. I don't know. There's a. There's some. There's some deep comedy there. No. Nope. 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 Yeah. We're gonna go ahead and Jason. If you hear this, you can go ahead and delete that. No. That was not worthy of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm messing with you. Um. Yeah, but this the mask thing, right? Like in Halloween and the and mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we have to wear a mask right now. I know. know. Yeah. I haven't seen you in person, Zach, for how long? How long has it been since I've been a little over a year. Yeah. Wowie, Maui. Hmm. Okay. Let me go back to this. Going back to the holidays are coming up. Let's talk about like Thanksgiving. The piece that I think is really honoring to the relationship, like what you said is I want to feel chosen is getting, getting the win-win and the win-win might be, I'm totally cool with doing Thanksgiving with your family. Let's let's do it. What I'm not cool with is hosting it at my house because I can't get away. Mm. So I'm happy to go to somebody else's house and have Thanksgiving. And then if we can agree on like a departure time or make up some kind of excuse ahead of time as to why I need to leave or whatever it might be. And so like coming up with some sort of a solution where both of you are going, yes, I can honor your need to see your family. Can you also honor my need that it makes my skin crawl to be in the same room with your family without, you know, with for two hours straight, whatever it might be. I don't know if this is overkill or not, but I think about a couple that I have. And um, she had this very issue, which was when they went to his family, he felt she felt like he sided with his parents. And so they talked about it a lot. and. They came up with this metaphor that uh, she feels like every time she goes to their house, she has to hop on the crazy train. And so what they did was create a signal for one another where Mm -hmm. if she started to feel upset or or strained or like he was straying, she would go or she would go or something. And it was just it was just their little internal union. Right. We are united here. Yeah. And it was a way that they became more connected because of this, this code that they had together. So yeah, Mm, that was like, that was a, that was a compromise within a perpetual issue that happened to be in-laws. So. Yeah. And if you haven't heard our episode called coding, did we call it coding? I don't know what it was called. Yeah. We don't, we don't even title our own episodes. (laughs) They just sort of show up on the website. They have a title. Yeah. They've been edited. It's great. But that that would be a good episode to go back and listen to on coding of just how to how to say a lot of things, how to communicate with your partner and and come up with agreements and without having to say a lot. Cool. Okay. Well, let's land this train so you can land this train. Train. <laughs> yeah. Oh, planes, trains, and automobiles. And I'm going on a boat. I'm going on a huge boat this weekend, like for two nights. 
Yeah. Will you send me a picture? I will. I can actually send you a um, video. Well, th- there's a virtual tour of the boat. Like, it, like when people want to hire this boat, they can go click on this tour and they can walk around the boat on the computer. Well, I think I was more interested in the picture of you on the boat with your friends having a good time oh. rather than the picture of the boat. Right on. I can do that. Okay. Thanks. All right. All right. Till next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Just as a reminder, we have partnered with BetterHelp and you get 10% off of your first month when you check them out by going to BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P forward slash M-T-R. That's Marriage Therapy Radio. That way you can support us as a podcast and receive a discount. Thanks for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.